We open with the Decepticons invading, you guessed it, another power plant. Chip, our disabled friend from the previous episode, and many, many more to come, calls for help. Optimus Prime is the nearest guy to the action, so he heads in alone. Well, with Spike, so basically alone. Starscream calls home to Megatron for approval. As you command, Megatron. But surely you wish to commend me for my efforts. After all, I was... Autobots. This guy has some serious daddy issues. Then Prime arrives and gets his ass handed to him. So the Autobots drag him home, then whine about how doomed he is, right within earshot, for most of the episode. Meanwhile, back at Decepticon HQ, Megatron's not convinced Prime is finished, so they dispatch, you guessed it, Laserbeak to investigate. I said it before and I'll say it again, don't fuck with Laserbeak. He sneaks in as a totally inconspicuous cassette tape resting on somebody's shoulder, oh that old trick, listens in while everybody moans about how hopeless everything is, then finishes Prime off. Pretty badass if you ask me. So we go off for a couple of delicious snacks and a refreshing bathroom break, and when we come back, we discover Optimus is just fu- Wait, no, he's actually still really messed up. I'd kind of gotten used to cop-out cliffhangers, but they stick with this one. Prime needs something called a Cosmotron to live, and naturally there's only one available, back in Wheeljack's lab on Cybertron. Now, of course, they could hitch a ride on the Decepticon space bridge and get the essential part, but the door's locked, so they nearly talk themselves out of it. Thankfully, this highly sophisticated army of intelligent and powerful robots has a couple of teenagers hanging around to give them regular pep talks, so they decide to keep pressing on. Chip, using his genius brain, devises a plan that involves rolling ten feet from where everyone is standing and using the computer the Autobots already had. Seriously, they needed Chip to tell them that Teletran 1 could give them the location of the space bridge. Hey, just like Sherlock Holmes with floppy disks! No, Spike, it's nothing like that. Off in their secret space bridge location, which if previous episodes or any indication is like 20 minutes from Autobot headquarters, the Decepticons prepare to send some Energon cubes back home. Side note, this is Reflector. He's three guys who combine into a camera, but the animators are constantly drawing extras for some reason, so Starscream takes advantage of this and sends an inconsequential fourth Reflector over the still unstable space bridge. The Autobots barrel through and Megatron, seeing an opportunity to kill them later rather than now, tells Starscream to lose on purpose. They pretty much breeze right past Shockwave and the extra reflector guy, and in no time they're cruising the streets of Cybertron. Chip manages to crack the highly advanced computer lock on the door in about 15 seconds, and they're out with the part in under a minute. Kinda hard to see what all the moaning was about. So Megatron sends some guys to take him out for good using... Acid Rain. More about this in a minute. And once again, they'd be doomed if not for Chip's rousing speech about not giving up. It's hard to imagine how these guys have lifespans of millions of years when they require this sort of constant reassurance. And in true Super Friends fashion, Trailbreaker saves the day using a power he forgot he had, a force field. And suddenly those guys who were feeling utter dismay only seconds before are now feeling great. I'm really feeling better, like I just stepped off the assembly line. So on top of all their other failings, these guys are hopelessly bipolar, I guess. Meanwhile, back on Earth, the Decepticons decide to attack, now that the Autobots are in a seriously weakened state. Naturally, the crucial part arrives just in time, Optimus saves the day, and we live happily ever after. For now, dun dun dun. And now it's time for this week's science lesson. Despite what Al Gore may have told you, acid rain is actually caused by shooting clouds. It's very harmful to robots, but perfectly fine for human beings. I'm sorry, Spike. Sometimes nothing you do makes any difference.